Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. WEEI's coverage of Red Sox Winter Weekend is co-sponsored by McFarlane Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlaneEnergy.com. By the E.L. Harvey Companies, including Nosic Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers. And by Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Hey, everybody, it's the lunch hour here on this Friday. Gresh and Fourier here with you. Tell a friend you love the show. Help educate somebody out there. Download the Odyssey app. You can listen to us wherever you go. Good afternoon to the Twitchers and those watching on YouTube as well. Text in to 37937. Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I on Twitter is where uh, you'll be able to uh, get our picks, obviously, that uh, we just made as well. And, uh, well, we got another name to throw on the pile of interviews uh, down at Gillette Stadium there, Fourier. All right. Who we got? Uh, We now, hang on here. I mean, somebody different than Christian Parker from the Broncos or... Michael Hodges with the Saints. Well, a little bit. And, of course, I've just... uh, Hang on one second. I apologize. I lost my uh, page here uh, on this. Yeah, here we go. Rams assistant special teams coach Jeremy Springer is expected to interview for the Patriots special teams coaching job under Gerard Mayo. uh, And as Rap Sheet writes... Another rising coach getting a look in New England. In the quick look at Jeremy Springer, there's only two years of pro experience, lots of college experience, played at UTEP. I tried to do the quick search of, you know, a UTEP coaching staff whenever uh, this guy would have been there to try to find connections and things like that. And, Christian, it's interesting because this is an assistant special teams coach, right? So I was trying to look last night at some of the coaches across the league, and do you remember Cole Popovich? Yeah. Supposed to be a highly thought-of O-line coach prospect or whatever. Got crossed down here because he didn't want to get the jab during COVID. He's another one of those guys that is an assistant offensive line coach so that you could do the interview if you wanted to bring that person in. Somebody very easily you can put in the role. Part of the reason I mention him is because who knows if it's going to be Josh McDaniels that's going to be here. Who knows how they're going to end up handling things on offense. We don't even know where Steve Belichick fits into all of this. But what do you make of the... I mean, we're just going to be real about it. It's great that we hear about these rising stars, rising stars... I mean, what are you going to do? Get a get a get a whole staff of dudes that don't have a ton of pro experience that are quote unquote rising stars, and put them on a staff that is now a uh, being head coached by a guy who's in his doing it the first time and replacing Bill Belichick. And again, this this is yes Mayo's choice, but it feels like 
by God, we're going oppo of everything that's been done for 24 years. Okay, so I want to break this down with you because I, I think I'm kind of coming close to what I think he's trying to create. Ooh, And the whole idea of going oppo, I think, is a real thing. Oh, but it's, not, it's been everything yeah, that we've heard for the last But not necessarily, week. like, for Gerard Mayo on purpose. Because I think, because, like... All, like the environment, the coaching environment that it looks like he's trying to create is one of uh, like young, competitive, motivated, hungry, young coaches, right? So let's put them all in the room together because you remember you see these these old videos of the Browns with all with their staff. You see the. The, all the coaches who are in the playoffs now who are on that 49 that are on that uh Washington staff right that LaFleur and you know and Shanahan oh, and McVay, Shanahan, McVay yeah, all yeah. young and they're all in the building at the same time all very just you know motivated and determined to be and they all want to be head coach so they stick all these bright energetic guys in the room for d- disregard their family sleep at the facility and they just want to create something right and they all end up getting head coaching jobs. All these guys are young, unproven, and waiting in line. So what it, what it feels like to me is that he's doing this on purpose. Like he's obvious he doesn't want he doesn't want a guy that is stuck in his ways. He wants a young person who who maybe he can mold. Maybe they can create something together. Maybe the whole collaborative. Bring me all the young, brightest people you can find in the league right now that are underappreciated, that have been stepped over, that are trying to prove a point, that are willing to kind of take their lumps. Like that, like, I mean, honest to God, when you think about Bill Belichick's Cleveland Brown staff, mm-hmm. all the guys that were on that staff, even the guys that were like pushing pencils and picking up guys at the airport. They all ended up running their teams. All ended up running their own teams. Even the guys that are on their staff, that Josh McDaniels, Brian Dable, they were all, at the time when I was there, they were all pushovers. They were all gophers until they got their shot. Even Cliff Kingsbury. Now, he doesn't like to talk about this, but I used to see him in my, in my position room breaking down film when he was a player. It's like, what are you doing? Well, since I'm not playing, they want me to do this. He was doing, like, busy work for Charlie Weiss. So that is what I think he's doing based on the type of player that we have already heard about, and I think he's doing it on – I don't think he wants repurposed old-school football mentality. What I think he wants is a fresh, modern approach to the game. Young players, black and white, young coaches, black and white, that can interact and understand the younger player, not an old, grumpy, used-up, washed-up coach. Um, the floor is yours. I no, just, I, I mean, listen, that's all fine and dandy, but we're then really entrusting Gerard Mayo to be able to handle all of the problems that come with not only being a head coach, but also trying to coach some of the coaches. And if Gerard Mayo were, say, a little older, closer to us, say if he were 49 with 10 more years of experience in the league and maybe had coached somewhere else, I would I would feel much more comfortable with it. Because 
One of the other things that you can say. But, but hold on, real no, quick. No, no, but one. Okay, go ahead. But, but because because you're giving me whether it'll work or not. But do you think that this? Because I'm focused on like what he's trying to build now, like his oh, mindset. The vision of do you the, think the, that the, the young right on hungry. that? Yeah, yeah. Do you feel yeah. like that's no. the approach he's taking? Uh, I think on one side of the ball, yes. I don't know if he can do it on both sides of the ball. I would dare say that if he's going to go younger. It's going to be younger defensive guys that will be loyal to him that he can groom. But offensively, I don't think you're going to be able to go out and get, you know, uh, a 35-year-old guy who is in some kind of role but isn't calling plays or something like that. I feel like you are going to have to have, at least on one side of the ball, a commensurate level of experience to be able to run that. Because it also feels like Gerard Mayo is setting up, in my mind, uh, a Bobby Bowden type way of doing things. I'm the head coach. I'm the orchestrator. I oversee things from a 30,000 foot view, but I don't know if Gerard Mayo is going to be the one to run into an offensive coach's room and say, Hey, we're really going to break down third down today. You know what I mean? So I get it. I, I would also say this too. You know what these guys are? Cheap. That helps when you handed the guy who's about to get a job in Atlanta that we got to get to, Bill Belichick, if we assume there was a big check given to him. And I'm going to say that considering they were on the hook for some money and everybody was kumbaya, maybe some money exchange hands on the way out the door. It also screams to me the, well, I'm going to, you know what? All I can offer you right now today is opportunity. And, you know, you, you ain't going to go broke. You ain't going to go broke. But we're going to give you opportunity because a voice. really that is, you know, the best thing you can have. Like money is nice, Christian, but, you know, for someone 32 years old to get an opportunity yeah. like this, okay, it's only $500,000, but still, you know, uh, I know you would be underpaid, but but what an opportunity. That's a, if, I mean, uh, you know what? We're going to be collaborative, and because yeah. we're collaborative, everybody gets opportunities, and, you know, you, know, you just, get these young guys, and that's yeah. what it feels like. You know what's so funny? Like, when they, uh, when uh, uh, companies, like, change, like, want to get fresh and new, and they, they change the way they the, the employees interact, so what they'll do is they'll take, like, a, They'll create like uh, sitting areas, and they'll change the chairs, and it'll be theater seating. It'll they'll make it more of a you know and uh, you know a more cohesive uh, you know environment where everybody's welcome. and And look at the way we everybody's sitting in a circle now, and and look at the way we have these chairs. They're better for your back, and and look at the way we look at where we put the the windows. Okay, it's better. I feel like they would also take their meeting rooms. And change them. And you know those funky chairs that we have in our, like, big oh, main room? yeah, yeah, yeah. Those chairs? Like, oh, look how new and modern it is. It's supposed to free your mind. I feel like that's the approach that he's taken, this whole collaborative approach where he literally is just like the Bogwan. Yes, that was a great the idea. The Bogwan. That was an excellent idea. You know, all, there are no such things as bad ideas, and we will never yell at any of you. Who's next? Yes. Do you like that? Do you like the new fresh mints that we put on your pillow before you go to bed? How about the coffee? It's from Turkey. It's from Turkey. <laughs> just, we're gonna change everything. And the turkey's from Colombia. Oh man, <laughs> no, backwards. It, it is interesting. Like it is. It just. I feel like that's the vibe he's going with. That is the vibe. And I, the other question I have for you is this: 
Do you think they're using a search firm? No. Or or is this hey no. guys that I know or know about under my like old uh, my umbrella? They, they these are not the guys that search firms would find. Search firms are not going out there and pulling an assistant special teams coach out when you're looking. At least I don't think so. Maybe for coordinators, maybe you get, but no, I don't think so. Ad, I I think. Although, you know, so who, well, there was he one knows of the guys, all these guys. No, he's, but he's aware of these guys. No, but there was. Well, I, I don't know about the New Orleans dude, but we already tracked down that the Denver guy. I yeah. do believe there was some cross pollination at the University of Richmond with the dude from Denver, or or at least Gerard Mayo's brother who played at that the University of Richmond. They, Christian Parker. Yeah. That they, they would. That, so they know who that guy. Is. So there's at least the connection there, uh, and some of it might also be, hey. Who are the teams that statistically did well? Who are their assistants? Bring them in. Because Mayo also kind of most recently went through that process. And it's the, um, again, change is good if it's done for the right reason. And I'm hoping upon hope that the biggest driving factor of change at Gillette is more well thought out than just builded this we're not doing it. That I, I'm hoping that that is the case, and because I don't know. Well, if you Gerard wouldn't just, Mayo, you would not do it out of spite, would you? No, no, no. But let's be real. All a lot of the changes and things that have been talked about at Gillette and some intel that we have been getting now in terms of what it's like behind the scenes and things like that. It almost feels like there is very much a anything but the way Bill did it kind of mentality when everything he did, listen, did he take stuff overboard? Yeah, you can say someone has a a, a hamstring pull or, hey, mispracticed because uh, he had a migraine. I expect him to be back tomorrow. That kind of stuff, yeah. But being quiet on draft strategy or things like that, there's some stuff that Bill Belichick did that they should still do down yeah, there. But it just feels like we're going to walk in the stadium one day and instead of all the seats, the, the the red seats are then blue, and the blue seats are then red because we just it have creates, to change uh, it for it, change. It, it creates thought. You know it, what I mean? It, but I I do think that I I differ. I disagree with you on that aspect of it because I can easily see a lot of people being in a position where they're not in charge, watching somebody else run their company, their organization, their team, and then say to themselves, "Man, if I was running it, I would do it all different." He's, he hits on some of these things, but he's missing this opportunity. And maybe because you can see it a little bit more clearly. And I can easily see a guy like Gerard Mayo saying, listen, my foundation is Bill. But we, we, we all saw things differently. And I know that I, if I ever got my own shot, I would do this, that, and the other. And that is why I think he's not just changing just to, you know, just to change. I feel like this is naturally in him. And he had a vision for years, and now he finally gets to implement it and do it his way. Hey, if I was a coach, this is what I would do because I'm connected to the players. I'm 37 years old, and we have a lot in common. We listen to the same music. So this, to me, is what the news need. Hmm. I Listen, it, no, I, it, it, here's the I thing. wonder. You know, you know what it is? It's so much change at one time that all of it can't go right. Like, that's the thing. Like, if for the amount of change that is going on, you you hope you get a lot of it right, whatever percentile you want to. But to get, like, all of it right is a lot, especially 
when the most tenured person, arguably on staff right now, is the guy who's making the decisions in Gerard Mayo, and there isn't a big tenure there. And that's the thing is that do you need some old, archaic, old? No, but as you and I talked about, what are the needs on the staff? If there's no former head coach in a coordinator role in some way, then that's going to make me real nervous because then it's a bunch of young guys who are then in the problem-solving mode for a first time with what looks like is already preordained to be whatever third quarterback they decide on the board. That's a whole lot of changing going okay, on. Okay, real quick before we break. So uh, uh, 10 years from now, Will you? Will we be seeing pictures of Gerard Mayo's staff, like three players that he hired, three coaches that he hired, being shown on some, you know, some telecast, like uh, Sean McVay, Shanahan, and Lafleur, while they were young, and now they're head coaches of successful teams? Uh, and will you have a list of? Will Will Gerard Mayo hire a bunch of guys? Where ten years from now we'll be seeing about? Oh, look at this coaching staff picture, and look at them. They're all head coaches now. You mean like when Washington didn't hire any of those guys but hired Jay Gruden and then they all walked out the door? I don't think so. I don't think so. My gut right now tells me that Mayo is going to be more successful as a second-time head coach than a first-time head coach. That's what my gut is saying right now. Make all your mistakes with the Patriots, and then some other team will benefit from your learning experience. Because he's an impressive guy, and if this flames out in a couple of years, he'll get another crack. Yeah. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. Let it breathe, Shine. Oh, Even yeah. though you have trouble Turn with it that when you run. Turn it up. This is the solo I've been waiting for. Big's been hitting everyone. Hitting all by all the good ones today. Who is this, though? Because I feel like that's what Greg does. Like, Molly Hatchet. Who? Molly Hatch. For real? That's a real name? No, that's a real group. Who is this? Aerosmith. Oh, God. People. Really? I was hitting all the itches. I thought you knew the song. No, I mean, I just, I like them. One of my best friends in uh, college, my buddy Trent the Pharmacist. Oh, my God. Insufferable with Aerosmith. Just insufferable. I couldn't take it. I don't, I never had. Did you ever have like a band that you were obsessed with as a kid? No, me neither. I don't get into much of anything, as you can imagine. No, I mean, but I felt I always felt left out because I didn't have a band. I was like, God, geez, I, I well, should I? Should out? I? Sh- no, no, should I? Should there should there be a group that I'm obsessed with? Everybody, everybody was was obsessed with something like a band, Poison, Motley Crue, whatever. Like you know, it, they were all had like their. I was like, God, I guess I should find one. Have you ever listened to the Squirrel Nut Zippers? Is that like a polka band? It's a real group? No, no, no. They're not like the Hayes Boys. The Hayes Boys are the they're either the Hayes Brothers or the Hayes Boys when I was growing up. And I'd uh and all of a sudden, you know, my uh, pap would have on uh, Lawrence Welk. And all of a sudden you'd hear you can have, I don't want her, you can have her. She's too fat for me. 
Now, I'm sure in the polka world, they're probably canceled now because they use the F word in describing something that was pretty funny that if you saw my Aunt Fanny's big ass, you'd say, you know what? They're right. My Uncle Joe tried to get rid of her all the time. But seriously, like, uh, no, I, I never had. I guess the closest thing for me might have been Metallica, but that was more like football weight room. You know what I mean? Like kind of tied in. Yeah. To, yeah. That. Mine was mine. Mine was the Beastie Boys. Yeah, and nobody really. I, I, was, I and I thought I discovered this group like nobody knew about. <laughs> so I remember These going, "Oh guys. yeah, I'm into the Beastie Boys." <laughs> and like, I thought it was like so like retro. <laughs> oh, it's great! Uh, all right, let's get a couple of uh, folks in here yep. who want to talk about uh, Mayo, and then we got playoff games to get to, and then I don't want to give it away, but it might be the best. Big deal, no yeah. big deal story in the history of big deal, no big deal. I'm, Is that overstating? No, it? you're not, because I've been digging into it more, and I'm I'm actually scared for all of us. I got to tell you, I'm I, a little nervous. You, you and you and I Razor, still don't believe it. You and Razor can have the pedal boat slides all down the Cape. The story we're going to roll out in a, in about 15 minutes is the one that I will be investing in. It's a can't miss business win. But we will get to it. 617-779-7937. Derek in Nantucket with Gresham Fourier. What's up, Derek? Hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, just about everything Christian touched on, I've been sort of thinking about in my own little tiny brain here. Uh, until the guy goes out there and coaches, we, we just don't know what we're going to get. I mean, so far, he hasn't lost a single game, right? <laughs> no, he's undefeated. So just turn him loose, you know? <laughs> I, think, I, think, yeah, I think we do need to draft a, a good young quarterback. And um, also, can we get a kicker? I mean, God, the Patriots would have four less Super Bowl rings without Adam Vinatieri, right? Uh, yeah, Derek, I think the kicker thing, uh, you know, I, I don't know if that's really the focus of Gerard Mayo right now. Um, again, Ryland didn't have a great year. I don't think he is completely lost. But, you know, you can bet bet your ass. There, there'll be a mid-level veteran that will come in here to push and compete against Ryland. Like, I think that's going to be the appropriate reaction. It's not going to be go out and spend, you know, even though it is tied into points and they are one of your leading scorers every year, I don't think they're going to go out and spend recklessly on a kicker, but expect a solid mid-level guy to come in and compete with Ryland. Is that unfair, Christian? Or that Yeah, and I was just thinking while you're talking, so – do the mind games, manipulation, challenge situations still exist? Because a big part of Bill's whole, you know, mentality was let me just stress them out a little more. Let them all make sure that their job is never secure, and I'm always looking to replace them. Mm-hmm. No, there's because there does have to be an element of that. Yeah, in pro sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Jerry in Houston, Texas. Hello, Jera. Jerry, like Tom and Jerry, man, gentlemen. What's up? Uh, uh, Mayo's the same way. Uh, he hasn't won or ain't lost anything, as as the previous caller says. So give him a chance. Uh, it just seems like y'all are beating him up, beating him up. Maybe you, there's a personal thing I don't know, but or maybe it's a bit y'all are doing. But give him a chance. Hold on, Jerry. You know what? Let him, uh, go ahead, this, because no, you, about, no, 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 I don't no, want to no, yell no, at no, Jerry. No, no, and you know what? I don't want to. So, so Jerry. Issue. So that's the thing. We'll just roll along to get along, right? Ah, what the hell? There's, we won't break down the staff. 
like we have for 24 years on what young guys are there or whatnot, right? So basically it's supposed to be, hey, it's all kumbaya. It's collaborative kumbaya. Let's stop the analysis. Let's stop talking about it. Let's stop looking at the lack of experience. And let's just jump right in. You know what, Christian? There's this guy who called me a whole bunch of years ago, okay? It was 03 after the Red Sox lost the American League Championship Series. This guy was hanging on to, I mean, it, it, the, the Grim Reaper was behind him when he called me. And you, you know why the Red Sox haven't won? Because everyone isn't behind them. <laughs> That's what that felt like. Again, I don't know why it's so, so basically, if you're talking about Bill Belichick and you're hammering him, then it's not personal and it's okay. But if we're... Doing the analysis, we talk openly and honestly about what the worries are and that it might be a completely young staff or that ownership has taken their franchise back at a level that none of us would have expected or any of that stuff. No, we shouldn't talk about it. So you know what? There you go. Here, Christian. Here. I'll put my feet up. Here. Uh, just pull this over here. Yep. You know what? Let's wait for the season to start. Hey, you know what? Hey, we're not going to – you know what? Draft picks? Pfft, why talk about it? It's mayo. It's new. Yippee! It's good. We shouldn't talk about it. We shouldn't do any of that stuff. So here we go. We'll shelve it all, and we'll all just grab hands. We'll light some candles in here, and it'll be, yeah. Wrap it up. Show's done. Yep, that's our done. Oh. We're done. Are you done? We're done. Are we done? I am done. We're Where's done? Mego? I mean. Get them, get them in here early. Like. This, one of the things that is polarizing in every NFL city is a top five draft pick. Yeah, okay. Hey, you know what? Whatever Rod wants to do. Go ahead, Rod. We'll start calling it, him Rod it, now. It, it's not it, Gerard. It's just you so know what, funny. Rod, you're our guy, man. There you go. Like, I, nobody ever stuck up and says, leave Bill alone. No. Nobody I, ever and, called and, up and said, you guys yeah. are being too hard on It must be a personal and, and, issue yeah. with him. And you know what? Now, there you go. That's the other end of it. You know what no one ever did is be like, boy, you guys are hammering Belichick. It must be personal. Stupid idiot. I both about to jump ugly on him. All right, seriously. Like, that's the one that's going to – that would – that's <laughs> – <laughs> Come on, Brandon. Bring us back down. Brandon in Boston talking about the draft aggression. Fourier, what's up, Brandon? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's so, up? you know, thanks for taking my phone call. I appreciate it. I just want to know, you know, how how you guys feel about this plan, right? You know, you have Caleb Williams, you have Drake May, um, you have Jaden Daniels, but how about you pass on those guys? How about this? Because we know we have no quarterback. We know we have no number one to throw to. How about drafting Harrison, right? And then you go and um, draft a guy by the name of J.J. McCarthy, a guy that's mar marketable, a guy that won the national. Um, he has a look. He has a smile. I watched this guy, right? He's a pocket passer, but when the pocket breaks down, he knows how to extend plays by throwing on the run. He knows how to scramble. He has an um, eye for the red zone. I think this is a guy that you could definitely draft. And then you have Mike Evans as a free agent. So check this out. You throw Mike Evans the bag. Then you have Harrison that can learn off of, of Mike uh, Evans. And then you go get a guy like Josh Reynolds, right? Then you have J.J. McCarthy that can throw to Josh Reynolds, um, a guy by the name of Mike Evans in Harrison. All those guys just groomed together. And then you have Hunter Henry coming back and, and – and, um, and um, Zeke, 
and then you rebuild that O-line, I think you have a problem to deal with because now you're offensively sound. That defense is already good. I don't think you get those three guys in, in the draft that people want, whereas Drake May, Jaden Daniels, and um, uh, Caleb Williams. I well, think Brandon, you you, yeah, Brandon, you basically took what was my free agent plan with one more year of Bill minus having Kirk Cousins involved. Because to me, that's what I want to do. You got to re-sign Hunter Henry. The tight end market stinks. You draft a wide receiver high at number three. You sign Mike Evans. That was my whole deal. And then, but you did it with a veteran quarterback. You turn around and do it with JJ McCarthy. Here's the thing about McCarthy. He is a nice player. That's all. He's a nice player. He'll have a career, but I don't think he is special. I don't think he's the kind of guy that you look at and be like, wow. That is, look at this, even in the national championship game, he had 10 of 18. They really ask him to do a ton. Now, I know before that he threw three touchdowns against, uh, what was it, Bama. But I don't know. I don't, uh, for as much as I'm not crazy on the Patriots saying, by God, and they didn't say it, but Mayo leading us to think that they've already made up their mind on number three and that it's a quarterback. The one thing I know that I'm not into is J.J. McCarthy in a later round as some kind of answer. Well, I, I like the uh, I like the way that offense of uh, that uh, the receiving course sounded. Evans, Harrison, uh, fill in the blank at tight end. Backs are solid. I mean, that to me is it's predictable. You're going to have to do that anyway. Again, I've been since October. I've been on the the best player in the, the draft is Marvin Harrison. The quarterback situation is interesting because um if you're if you're uh if you're gonna you know groom develop and start over if you're Gerard, if Gerard Mayo wants the uh a basically a D'Amico Ryan CJ Stroud part two D'Amico Ryan pulled it off with CJ Stroud and I give give uh Nick Casario credit GM over there down in Houston they hit on their pick but there was also a lot of building and some stuff in place for both D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud to be able to take advantage I'm of. I'm with you. I mean, it, they, they've been down for a couple of years now. Yeah. So we can't ignore the building that Casario was doing. And then, yes, they hit. It looks it looks very good. But the good. key part is they, they hit on both their first-round picks last year. They did. And they the did. quarterback obviously being the one. Like Will Anderson also, they hit on that. Well, and getting rid of uh, – uh, getting rid of Deshaun Watson, as much as people are like, it's a franchise quarterback, I know it kind of burned them a little bit, but they've done some long-term building there. I don't know if uh, – yeah, it's funny. I'd have to do a little roster analysis. I don't know if the Patriots are where, like, say if you did Mayo and Daniels as the Stroud and, uh, Ryan. and Ryans of that. I don't know if this place is where – Houston was for someone to be able to come in and kind of rise the tide a little bit. Uh, 617-779-7937. 4.30 on Saturday, Houston is at Baltimore. Here's my thing about Baltimore. They love to really beat up on these teams that like to throw first and throw second. And that's where I think Houston is at right now. I just sense that Baltimore is going to be healthy, going to be right. They're going to be whooped up and... Lamar Jackson still has something to prove. This is a spot in which he's faltered before, and I think the Ravens are going to be pretty good in this one. Uh, I think they're going to be very pretty good. Uh, the surprise of this is that 
Um, with Todd Munkin coming over to Baltimore, basically scrapping that Greg Roman offense that was basically created for um, Lamar Jackson when he came out of high school. Like, we're just going to try to mimic as much as we can. We're going to lean on your strength. And they actually, they actually, it actually worked. It actually worked. So they, uh, so they paid him a bunch of money, and it's totally paying off. And they have so many weapons. They're going to be good for a long period of time. Zay or Jones is the kid from BC has been fantastic. He's it should be the rookie of the year. He's got a good case for it. Oh, very much so. And likely was a fine even when Andrews went down. And obviously, uh, you know, their linebacker core is really good on defense. And Harbaugh's a great coach. Mm-hmm. He just does it with a bunch of different quarterbacks in a bunch of different ways. Uh, at eight fifteen on Saturday, Green Bay is at San Francisco. Hey, look. Uh, uh, Love, the quarterback for Green Bay, is hot as a pistol right now. He's played great the last six weeks or so. Um, but a lot like Baltimore, I feel like with San Francisco, they're upright, they're healthy. It really comes down to what Brock Purdy do you get because there are people who do like to say, oh, he's an elite quarterback. Okay. Here's the time for Purdy to kind of shut everybody up. Yeah, and you know what? A lot's been made about you know Shanahan and Lafleur. You know they know so they know each other so right. well. They work together, and so like uh, you know neither one's going to have a leg up. That San Francisco 49er offense. I mean, it is just so wagon. It, it's special, and it starts up front. I it, mean, their yeah. O line group is real good. Yeah, they've done an excellent job. I hate to like just sit there and just like I'm just going to grab the home team because I feel like the home team, other than Buffalo. Like has a legit advantage, should have a legit advantage. Like anyone who has like a who's who's playing off a really good story, late surge over the regular season, and then a um you know and, and a playoff win. I think all those stories come to an end. I feel like Baltimore and San Francisco really firm on those. Tampa will be plucky in part because Detroit maybe has never been here, but the emotion should carry the Lions, and then Kansas City, Buffalo, six thirty Sunday night, just. Get your popcorn ready and sit down. That's going to be a whale of a game. And more pressure on whom? Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes at 6.30 on Sunday? Mahomes' first road game. Josh Allen trying to find a way to get to the Super Bowl. It would be unbelievable if Buffalo wins and then has to go to Baltimore and it's Lamar Jackson that ends up getting to the Super Bowl before Josh Allen. That'd be something. And for Josh Allen, it'd be... Well, it was Brady, then it was Mahomes, and now you got Jackson, and it's like, okay, when when do you kind of break through? So I think the narrative for some of the quarterbacks, especially in the AFC side, are pretty interesting. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, imagination land is too real. We will explain for all those that are horny out there next. <laughs> Watch us, love us. Just follow WEEI on Twitch. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. You got anything to say for yourselves? We didn't think it was that big a deal. No big deal. It's a big deal. Big deal. Nothing's a big deal. It's no big deal. No big deal. I don't know how to put this, but kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal in New England right now. No big deal. You know what? Actually, I feel like this is no big deal. Not a big deal.
deal. Is that how everyone feels? Not a big deal, huh? Big deal. Who cares? Can't deal with it. Yeah, I can't great. deal with it. This is a huge deal. All right, so here's what I want you to do, okay? Big deal, no big deal. This ah. is the story of the year so far. And I know it's early in the year, but I want you to go to Twitch right now. If you're listening, pull over and go to Twitch because you have to see some of the images that we're going to put up yeah. that we're actually talking about. It, I, it's unbelievable. Okay, so... um. And and, uh, and Coop's going to put that up for you just in a second because when you see it, I just want you to kind of tell me if you think it's real or not. I mean, because that's the that's the that's the biggest question right there. Because there is a there is a company out of the UK, and they have created Gresh a busty blonde AI model named Lexi Love. Yeah, so Lexi, sexy Lexi Love. Okay, and as you scroll up, like first of all, the pictures are amazingly real. It is this this creation, which is what it really is. My God. It's a very dangerous. So here's the deal. So if you go on Twitch right now, Coop's got the pictures up there. Oh, my and, God. And it Look is at that. literally amazing. So here's, here's, here's what's going on right now. So this, uh, when you first read the story, you're like, oh, this model's making all this money. No, the company is making all this money off this fake image and this fake personality. Some sus- subscribers are even convinced that this the Lexi Love is real, that she's an actual person. Um, and she's fielding up to 20 marriage proposals per month. Here's what it, I'm just going to call it by her name. It's a oh. fake name. But Love does uh, what more, uh, what mere mortal uh, models can't do. She speaks more than 30 languages, Gresh. Man. She's available to communicate with subscribers 24 hours a day. She's been built to, quote, flirt, laugh, and adapt to different personality interests interests and preferences, as well as offering paid text and voice messaging. Uh, Lexi is even designed to send naughty photos if you request them. Love's profile on the Foxy AI site revealed that she's, get this, she's 21 years old. And some of her things, some of the things that she's into, sushi and pole dancing. Her and- hobbies include yoga, beach volleyball, and her turn-ons, Gresh. Are, can I even say what this is? Or, but uh, her uh, her turn-ons are lonely uh, men who with money. Here's the thing: big deal, no big deal. This is hitting way too close to it home with being real. It is a massive deal. Are you kidding me? It's too real. I, so this Lexi Love is a complete AI generated yep. woman. Where there's all kinds of photos. The there's one right pictures. there of her like. In a sports bra and yeah, all that kind of stuff. she's working out in the morning. She's hopping on Peloton. And and looks like that with great makeup and hair. That should be maybe a little bit of a giveaway. But then again, there. here's what I wonder. What is her voice sound like? F off. I'm going to go, you know, flirt with guys. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Can we create our own W-E-E-I oh, 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 AI? An AI. We need, this is what we need Courtney needs the to be W-E-E-I doing. AI bot is what we need. But this is unbelievable. Now, this company out of the UK says they are making about three hundred fifty to four hundred thousand dollars a year off of the subscribers and people. Here, here's I I sent a text to my man Nelson last night. I go, first of all, you need to see this. Second of all, we can get capital. <laughs> like, oh, we so you want to go into business? Oh, brother, are you kidding me? This can't be easy do you know to do. Know how many uh, horny, cannot... lonely male losers uh, well, are out there well, that it... would pay to get a gander at this I mean, completely but... made-up Lexi Love? And here's the thing: thirty thousand dollars a month worth. Seriously, do you think? 
do you think that the men who are doing this and like literally like they're just at, looking for you know some sort of relationship and they're okay that it's fake and make believe that the image is fake and make believe that the voice that they're hearing when they call them because you could pay for a call is fake and generate it you can have it in maybe 30 different languages you can have her text you you can tell her what to text you it is it is a day i just feel like for four hundred thousand dollars a year, I'd sit in my underwear texting these people. No, if I'm not talking be. about you. No, I I'm know. Not, I'm, I'm saying the, I would the, be. The, I would be on behalf of the bot typing oh, it in. Okay, so obviously up for it to try to we hook all for would. More money. Of course, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's a real business. It's not a fake. They generated and they created this person. <laughs> it's a fake person making okay? real money. And it's so. But my point is like the the suckers who are willing to to kind of live in this imagination land. And what just be okay with it. Yeah, no, it's amazing. This is our world. Fake worlds are now the real world for some people. Like catfishing is a thing because people are willing to dismiss reality. Mm-hmm. They're willing to ignore the warning signs. And no, 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 no. She won't FaceTime me for the last three years because she has a bad signal. Or her <laughs> phone broke. Or, you know, her parents are... I mean, it is the same thing. I guess this is a more... I don't know, controlled environment of uh, imagination land because some people just want the VR life. They want it to be reality. They don't, they hate the reality so much that they're okay with imagination land. And the pictures that they created and the and the personality, she likes sushi. She likes she's a good pole dancer. You know, uh she wow. loves she loves to have sex in public. That's the other thing. Oh yeah. Her turn-ons are having public sex. That's okay to say. I know it is, but it is amazing. They know exactly. It's got to be created by a man because only a bunch of horny men would know what other horny men would want. Oh, no question. And again, there's like people in the Twitch chat who are like, my God, guys. Yeah, if I can come up, let me tell you something. If I got my hands on this technology, you know what I would have? 20 different looking fake women. Of course women, they do. All different shapes, sizes, colors, nationalities, hair length, oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff. I can't feed the beast enough. Somebody's like, all right, keep the clothes on. No, you know what's very real? The money from something like this. That's what gets me going. That gives me eggplant emoji. Not the look of the girl, the look of the cash that would come rolling in. I mean, look, I mean, that one, this this picture looks fake. If you go to Twitter, that looks fake. That one looks dollish. It's like, not even, yeah, it looks like a doll. But you know what, though? And look, and then you can put them in a Celtics jersey, a Bram's jersey. But to some lonely dude in freaking oh, Snapchat filter, I promise I look like that. Yeah, but to some lonely dude in Cody, Wyoming, that's the hottest girl he's ever seen. And they don't care if it's fake. I just, it is just a little scary to me that most people are okay with it. They just, they don't care. It's just like, uh, fine. And isn't this considered anime? Hold like, on. Like, why isn't this anime? Whoa, 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 whoa. Coop just sent me a text saying, this picture we're looking at right now on Twitch. He just made that in 20 seconds. Stop it. Dude, listen. Coop. Coop. Let's go. What are we doing? Yeah, if you can pull the coop, I... That is amazing. He literally got, just made. He just created that. I can make two phone calls and get the capital we need to be able to make this go live. Are you kidding me, boys? He typed How great twenty five words and got that image. How great would it be? Well, what do you type in? Self. Oh my God. There's more. Oh, look at that. Are oh you my, kidding me? See, this we is, couldn't I, sell that. I, I don't know if I can live in a world like horny, this. Horny I, Mojo up in uh, New Hampshire or whatever. You know, Horn Dog Johnson up in Vermont. I can't. 
I can't. Perfect teeth, crystal blue eyes, blonde hair, like just the. the That's like, a little like, too perfect, but nevertheless, know, we but, don't but, care. But again, isn't this? Why isn't this in the same category as anime? Like it, all the other oh, people no, who no. are into anime, they're just cartoons. They're just computer generated images. Well, because anime, I do believe, so shows uh, tab A into slot B. If you know what I mean. They they actually show the simulation of the wah, 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 going no no on. I know but you can well, do this is just in but, the mind of a lonely I know no no but I know but it's the same thing I know anime gets a little dirty and freaky but they're still computer generated images with voices that were created by a computer it's the same thing what is the difference ah, this is. This is too good to be. This is this is way easier than putting your feet on Instagram or whatever and trying to make I'm, money. I'm just like, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised if you've ever watched like, uh, you know, 90 Day Fiance or something like that. Like there's so many horny, desperate people out there that they're willing to fly across the country to meet somebody that they know nothing about, where they have some manufactured emotional relationship with over a computer. And then when it becomes real, nothing ever works. Sorry, I'm being uh, checked on the uh, text by a uh, by a anime watcher who says you're again confusing anime with hentai. This guy's like our hentai expert. Hentai anime. What, an, an, anime is it anime like too. quote like short for animation? Uh, Why not just put Jessica Rabbit out there? Well, Why they, isn't she well, like one of these women? Well, somebody already made hundred million dollars off of that. That's why it's copyrighted. She probably is. This is why we have to. This is why we have to create like uh, uh, Christine Fourier Geesh. <laughs> We're gonna Seriously. start creating our own Lexi Love. Lexi Love is a little much. It's like such a stage name. Give it, it really up for Lexi is. Love, everybody. That's Come right. to the main stage. Hey, coming up right after this, it's uh, it's two dollar dance night. Two for one, baby. Get those twenties out there. Get those dollars. The AI dance room is in the back, everybody. Yeah, hey, the AI room. All of you men great who idea. are looking for your Look AI ladies in the back, we've got you in the. What's the opposite of champagne? Soda pop. We got you in the soda pop room in the back with all the AI ladies back there. Hey, don't forget ALC ass. Our owner Jermaine Wiggins will be here for ALC ass. I'm telling you, like the the whole AI room will be at a strip club near you. Hey, listen, just put the VR on. AI don't worry about the girls. Done. It's all. It's right there. Ooh, Screens it's like everywhere. AI. Oh, what is the? Somebody help me out. You know, like you walk through. It's not a haunted house, but you walk through like with Hall the crazy. Mirrors? No, the crazy mirrors. A yeah, house, yeah, yeah. A fun, fun house. house. Oh, yeah. Virtual. You know the house where it's like really fun and crazy things are going on, but you're having a lot of fun? No, it's, it's the mirror the part house. of it. Yeah, it's the mirror <laughs> part of it. Well, that's big deal, no big deal. I mean, you were right. This I could do this for an hour. Yeah, this is... I'm scared yet intrigued at the same time. A conflict of emotions for me, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to... Uh, yep. Your call's next. Yeah, well... How are we going to go from this to Shaughnessy? Hold on, because here's... A, oh, I was going to say... Here's what you do. Just think of Bill Parcells naked, and then we'll kick off the final hour next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.